know how special it is um, for an Aboriginal Christian uh, to be in a church that hears the stories of my leaders, this nation's leaders that have gone before us. And uh, so, you know, when Peter had this vision for what this service could be and we shared about wanting to tell those stories, um, it's, a, it's very important and um, really fills my heart. And uh, so thank you and, and thank you, Peter, as well. So here we are at NADOC, and as I said in the beginning, it's like Christmas for us as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, and our hope is that for the nation it can feel like that too. It's a time for celebration, and it's not just for us as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, but for our nation. Uh, and, you know, as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, uh, and this being our home, this nation is home to the world's oldest living continuing culture. And that is amazing. It's amazing. And I often say uh, in my acknowledgement of countries, uh, which you've probably heard before, that as a peoples, we have a strong spirit of survival. Over 60,000 years of stories and cultures from this land that we now call Australia. Over 60,000 years. I know for some people it's a few thousand shorter years, but over 60,000 years, and that is amazing. And I remind people that we're a gift to Australia, a gift of over 300 nations who once had over 600 dialects of language, and that is amazing. So I've just given you three things to celebrate, and we haven't even got to this year's NADOC theme, so I think that's pretty amazing too. And I guess while, um, well, I'm about to say what the theme for this year is, and as we jump into NADOC 2017, the theme for this year is our languages matter, and they do. Language is culture, language is life. And uh, I guess another bit of language that I'll share with you today, and I want you to use this word at least once this week, so maybe you could use womanjika, uh, but the other word is deadly. So I've said this is amazing, and that also means this is deadly. That means it's amazing. So I have a pretty deadly shirt on today. If you want the context, so go away and use deadly this week too. Not about a snake. <laughs> Stay away from the deadly snakes, but, uh, or you could love the deadly snakes too. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I love trivia. Uh, I just ran a uh, trivia night as trivia master the other day at an Anglican church in Brisbane as a fundraiser for our grass tree gathering. Um, and maybe I'll ask you a bit of trivia. Does anyone know... Uh, what happens on a blue moon? What, not what is a blue moon, like we know it's that you have two full moons in a month, but what happens on a blue moon? Does anyone know? A baby Smurf is born. <laughs> so that's your trivia you can take away if you're at your next trivia night. Uh, it's one of my favourite trivia questions. Uh, and sometimes I'm asked to come up with some Aboriginal trivia. And one of the trivia questions I sometimes ask is to name five Aboriginal people groups or nations. So we've talked about the Wurundjeri peoples today, but could you name five other Aboriginal groups or nations? And I ask you to think about that. Is there anyone that could name five? Do you want to put up your hand? I think you could. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so when you think about that. Or can you even name the Aboriginal peoples of our capital cities? And if I was talking to you about Walpuri, Aranda, Pitanjara, Naranjeri, Wujuwuju, Wiradjuri, 
Wutherong, Gubby Gubby, would you have any idea what part of this land that we now call Australia I was referring to? Which peoples I was referring to? Which geography I was referring to? Our languages matter. Language and words are so important. From language, we have words. From words, we can have conversation. It helps us to navigate society, whether that can sometimes be to thrive in society or merely to survive. Aboriginal is not our word. Australia is not our word. Remember at the beginning, we were celebrating 60,000 years. Australia, as a word that represents this single nation, has only been around since 1901, a mere 116 years. And for those of you who don't know, by profession, I'm an accountant. So numbers are my thing. So I'm gonna ask you to indulge me for a moment. That 116 years represents 0.193% of 60,000 years. Or if you're part of the theology mob on the side of the 6,000 years, it's 1.93%. I'm also a Christian who loves to ponder Genesis 1, a God who created all things in six days and rested on the seventh. So I'm not going to convert those six or seven days into a percentage because I'm pretty sure that a day in God's timing can't be measured by our human minds. But I'm also pretty sure that 116 years compared to where God started in Genesis 1 or when he placed Aboriginal peoples here as his custodians, that 116 years and even 229 years are a mere blink of God's eye, a mere small percentage and fraction. Uncle Ray Minicon, uh, an Aboriginal theologian, and also Uncle Terry LeBlanc, a Mi'kmaq man from uh, Prince Edward Island in Canada who's been teaching me this week, they say that Indigenous theologians always start at Genesis 1. Often Western theologians and ministers often start at Genesis 3. And I'll leave you to ponder that. And so how is this relevant to NAIDOC week? Well, Aboriginal peoples have been speaking their languages for over 60,000 years. Once uh, over 600 dialects of language spoken in this land we now call Australia. Sadly today, only 150 of the languages survive. We are often told that only 20 to 25 of these languages are spoken on a daily basis. However, the latest census results um, that were recently released found that one in 10 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people speak an indigenous language. One in 10, I think that's pretty amazing as well. These census results also told us that today, 73% of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples identify as Christian. I often say we're the most over-evangelised group of people in this nation. But if our churches in Australia took the Mary Creek example of how you've gone from the 26th of January, um, and I'm sure you did something for Reconciliation Week and NAIDOC Week, and even when you had me preach last year, so in a 12-month period, you've took time, your children have took time to learn. Uh, those 73% of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Christians in Australia, if our churches were like that, these churches would be filled with my people as well. So for over 60,000 years, right up until this present time in 2017, Aboriginal, speak, uh, Aboriginal peoples have been speaking to create a spirit, Lord God, Papa Jesus, in their own language. And you know what? God has been listening. Our languages matter. Here in Kulin Nation, we recognise Creator Spirit as Bunjil. Bunjil who flew over all the land and created the mountains and rivers. Bunjil sung the country. Bunjil sung the people. 
And when you read Genesis 1 in the message version, it says, God's spirit brooded like a bird over the watery abyss. As Uncle Graham Mundine says, Genesis 1 is the greatest Aboriginal dreaming story ever told. Our languages matter. NAIDOC has expressed what this year's theme means through these words. The importance, resilience and richness of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages is the focus of national celebrations marking NAIDOC Week 2017. The 2017 theme aims to emphasise and celebrate the unique and essential role that Indigenous languages play in cultural identity, linking people to their land and water, and in the transmission of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander history, spirituality, rights, through story and song. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages are not just a means of communication, they express knowledge about everything, law, geography, history, family, human relationships, philosophy, religion, anatomy, childcare, health, caring for country, astronomy, biology, and food. Our languages matter. Spirituality, religion, creator, bundle, or from my country, by army. So I guess my question is this, do our languages matter to the Christian church in Australia? Today I selected those two Bible passages, Revelation 7, 9 to 17, and Isaiah 42, verses 1 to 12. And I chose these passages for a number of reasons. One, I thought they're about celebration, which for me fits with NADOC. Two, and maybe my theological application is a bit far-stretched with this one, but they use terms that Aboriginal people can identify with, tribe, nation, language. They even talk about elders, and so that is very much our language too. They also talk about justice, and I'll talk a little bit about that soon. I'd heard that passage from Revelation 7 before, but when an Aboriginal Christian minister um, taught it to me uh, during the first grass tree gathering, my eyes were actually opened and I saw it anew. My vision moved from one that saw all the nations of the world uh, to a vision of all the nations of Aboriginal Australia as the every tribe, nation, language worshipping Jesus. Could you hold up that one? So I've brought the Aboriginal map of Australia, um, showing all of our nations and tribal groups. Um, it's the Tyndale map. It's our best representation uh, of what was pre-colonisation and what we still identify with today. Um, and so if you haven't seen that map before, and many people haven't, and the first time they see it, they think, wow, that's quite amazing. And I want you to look at this map of these Aboriginal nations, and I want you to envisage the peoples. I want you to envisage the one million, over one million Aboriginal peoples who were here before colonisation, a population we have still not recovered to in 2017. Now you can keep that image, and I want you to close your eyes, and you can put down so if you can close your eyes as you think about that vision. After this, I saw a large crowd with more people than could be counted. They were from every race, tribe, nation and language and they stood before the throne and before the Lamb. You can open your eyes. So often in the Christian church, we miss the examples in our own country. We step over our Aboriginal brother and sister to reach our overseas neighbour. We diminish the rich history and culture we have here on our very shores in search of someone else's culture. We value multiculturalism over celebrating First Nations people and the multiculturalism that existed for over 60,000 years. 
In Revelation 7, I saw the opportunity we have to celebrate the past and the celebration of the future. In Isaiah 42, I saw the celebration of the present. In Isaiah 42, verses 10 to 12, I saw Aboriginal peoples celebrating NADOC, Aboriginal peoples on country, from the oceans to the desert to the mountains, telling the whole world to sing a new song to the Lord. But sometimes I wonder if non-Aboriginal Christians read those verses, would they have the view that they need to go to the oceans and the deserts and the mountains to evangelise my peoples, instead of sitting, listening and learning from Aboriginal peoples who know God and have known God, Creator, singing about him, dancing to him, telling the story of him for millennia. Our languages matter. This sermon is a little different in structure to my usual ones. Usually I start with the pain and suffering and injustices and then move to the hope, the healing and the celebration. This message I've started with the celebration and that is what NADOC is about. But our reality is one where celebration is entered into with caution. For the reality of our Australia in 2017 is waiting for us on the other side of NADOC. And so that brings us to a language we are all too familiar with as Aboriginal peoples, the language of injustice, spoken for 229 years or 247 years, depending on where you take the timeline from. A societal language where words are added every year, words that have no translation in an Aboriginal language. A language which includes genocide and massacre, citizenship, treaty, terra nullius, Native titles, stolen generations, stolen wages, deaths in custody, incarceration, child safety, racism, equality, freedom. Even when we look at the last 30 years and we categorise the language of the decades, the 1990s was reconciliation, the 2000s was sorry, the 2010s have been closing the gap. These are justice words. These are fighting words. Not fighting in the sense of anger, although at times there is righteous anger, but fighting in the sense of survival. These are words and a language Jesus has been listening to. You know, I'm often intrigued by Australia. The intrigue is probably most noticeable in the language we use in our national anthem, the language of Australia being young and free. How does young fit with the things we were celebrating at the beginning of this message? How does free fit with the justice issues I've just read out? What about the language of Australian values, whether that be the lucky country or the fair go? As Frank Hardy once said, if this is the lucky country, the Aborigines must be the unluckiest people in the world. Or even the recent language around Australian values spoken by Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, who said, Australians, we're defined by a commitment to a common set of political values. They are freedom, equality, mutual respect, the rule of law, democracy, a fair go. That's our Australian values. So I've been asking recently, if these are our Australian values, then how can Aboriginal people be Australian? As Aboriginal people, we fight for these values every day, but not in the same way that non-Aboriginal people fight for, because we're not fighting to keep them, but we're fighting to merely have them. And so I wanted to look at that word freedom for a moment. A younger Aboriginal Christian leader once asked one of our elders who has done years of work around Aboriginal language, the young Aboriginal Christian leader asked, Auntie, what is this Aboriginal nation's word for freedom? And the elder said, we didn't have one. And the young leader said, I don't understand. And the elder went on, well, bub, when you have always had freedom, like we did before colonisation, you don't know any different, and therefore the word is not required in the language. 
our languages matter. We have an epidemic of suicide in Aboriginal communities, in Australian communities. We have the highest rate of child suicide in the world. There is no word in any Aboriginal language for suicide. This means we don't have the language, the tools, even the understanding of how to deal with this. We've had to create it. Imagine what our nation could be like if we used the languages of several of the last year's NAIDOC themes. And there's NAIDOC themes going right back to 1972. Go to the NAIDOC website and look at all of those themes. There's some beautiful language in there. And so I looked back at 2013, which was We Value the Vision and the Yakala Bark Petitions. Then through to 2015 with We All Stand on Sacred ground, learn, respect, celebrate. We look at last year's theme, songlines, the living narrative of our nation. And then this year's theme, our languages matter. So we hear the words vision, sacred, learn, respect, celebrate, songlines, living narrative of our nation, our languages matter. Imagine what our nation could be like if we as the Christian church listened to the words in Isaiah 42 verses 1 to 12, that Jesus is a bringer and fighter for justice. Three times in this selected passage, we listen to the justice he will fight for and the justice he brings. So my question is, are we followers of Jesus? Are we following Jesus' example? Do we speak a language of justice? If we don't have the language, then it doesn't exist it isn't happening, we aren't participating. 2013 was the first year I got to do a sermon on NAIDOC, and uh, I just said before how it was, we value the vision was the theme. And in my 2013 NAIDOC sermon, I used an extract from Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. He was a man of vision, and we value that vision. His words in that speech uh, as I first learnt it in year 12, um, when I didn't learn any Aboriginal history, but I learnt about the African-American civil rights movement um, instead of the civil rights movement in our own country. And I very much valued his words because they weren't just related to his context, but they were related to my context and this nation as well. And his words are as relevant to our nation today in 2017 as they were in 1963. And this little passage I'm going to go into, if you go and read his speech, then you'll understand the connections that I'm making. Today I still live in Australia where I struggle to not be judged by the colour of my skin, but by the content of my character, particularly in the church. I still live in an Australia that has, been able, has not been able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood and sisterhood. I still live in an Australia where I await the day we, you and I, join together in hope and faith, where we work, pray and struggle together as Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal Australia, where we stand up for freedom together, where we allow freedom ring and join hands and sing, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, we are free at last. And please remember our own Aboriginal civil rights leaders and we'll hear those stories. We've heard some three already and there's um, another one to come, I think. But also of David Unai, Pond, Charlie Perkins, and there are so many, many more. And may we celebrate their stories, their leadership, their language. And just as our languages matter, may their lives matter to the fabric and foundation of Australia and the church. May all Aboriginal people's lives matter. 
let us start with conversation together. Conversation between Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal peoples through the language of respect, love and friendship. And so thank you for coming and joining us for this NAIDOC week. And may you remember NAIDOC week as well and go and celebrate with our community. There was a huge march here in Melbourne on Friday. So go and celebrate and be with um, the Aboriginal peoples of Melbourne next year if you didn't get to this year. And may the church make way for this important conversation. May it be prioritised. May conciliation finally take place. Not reconciliation, but conciliation. It's a conversation that Jesus has been waiting to hear for over 200 years. And I want to end today with a poem by Ujuru Nunakul entitled Aboriginal Charter of Rights. And this poem she wrote in 1962. The poem speaks to the societal and justice language I've just referred to. And these words are as relevant to our nation today in 2017 as they were in 1962. So may we as followers of Jesus in Australia take these words, this language, with love and action, with listening and learning, and with the view to wipe every tear from the past, present and future. And I'm reading it from uh, her book, My People. Aboriginal Charter of Rights. We want hope, not racialism. Brotherhood, not ostracism. Black advance, not white ascendance. Make us equals, not dependents. We need help, not exploitation. We want freedom, not frustration. Not control, but self-reliance. Independence, not compliance. Not rebuff, but education. Self-respect, not resignation. Free us from a mean subjection, from a bureaucrat protection. Let's forget the old time slavers. Give us fellowship, not favours. Encouragement, not prohibitions. Homes, not settlements and missions. We need love, not overlordship. Grip of hand, not whip hand wardship. Opportunity that places white and black on equal basis. You dishearten, not defend us. Circumscribe who should befriend us. Give us welcome, not aversion. Give us choice, not cold coercion. Status, not discrimination. Human rights, not segregation. You the law like Roman Pontius. Make us proud, not colour conscious. Give the deal you still deny us. Give goodwill, not bigot bias. Give ambition, not prevention. Confidence, not condescension. Give incentive, not restriction. Give us Christ, not crucifixion. Though baptised and blessed and bibled, we are still tabooed and libelled. You devout salvation sellers, make us neighbours, not fringe dwellers. Make us mates, not poor relations. Citizens, not serfs on stations. Must we native old Australians in our land rank as aliens? Banish bands and conquer caste, then we'll win our own at last. Let us pray. Create a spirit, Lord God, Papa Jesus. Those of us who live in the land now called Australia, we kneel at the foot of the cross this NAIDOC week in the spirit of reconciliation, in the language of reconciliation, in the love brought through reconciliation. May the Christian church in Australia embrace, support and develop Aboriginal Christian leadership. May the Christian church in Australia choose to wrestle with how our languages matter. May we not forget our past, but may we mature to remember, acknowledge and celebrate 
the nearly 300 nations and peoples who still exist today. Great creator spirit, as you listen to nearly 150 people groups speak your name in their language, may you help the Christian church and the followers of Jesus to listen. And not just listen to our languages, but also hear our societal language, our expressing of love through community, our cry for justice, and our scream to care for creation. Papa Jesus, help us in Australia to speak a new language, to sing a new song, to dance in a new corroboree, one of truth, justice, love and hope, one in which the 60,000 year knowledge of you is not condensed into a mere 229 years. Lord God, we celebrate with you this NAIDOC week and we celebrate you, celebrating in love and diversity, in richness and culture. Open our ears, our minds, our hearts. May we act justly, seek mercy and walk humbly with you great creator spirit on this ancient and sacred land. Amen.